three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we continue to be challenged by God's Word and wanting to continue to read through Scripture, encouraging us to do that as Jesus does um, encourage us to think. And He leads us to think instead of leading us into temptation, right? So we want to be thinkers. How do we? How should we think? How shall we think? How shall we understand, move on? And that is uh, by knowing God's Word. God's Word gives us clarity. It lights the path for today and for tomorrow. And so we want to continue to do that. We've been looking at Genesis. Uh, so as we've been looking at Genesis, one of the things I want to bring up is I was looking at some things and thinking about how old Joseph might have been or how long was he a slave in Potiphar's house before he was in be put in prison here um, under false allegations and wanted to help us understand how how Genesis is edited now there's many people to say Moses wrote Genesis he probably did a lot of editing of it but of all the times that Jesus and others referenced Genesis in the New Testament they never they never quote Moses, and they never give Moses credit for writing it. So it is interesting, uh, just an interesting side note. But as it is being edited or written, it's these these genealogies that are put in there. So Jacob, who becomes Israel, is probably put together Esau's genealogy, which we just read, went through, and then his own <clears throat> up to a certain point, and now. We're at the part where probably Joseph is writing it, or maybe even different, uh, even Judah had a part in it. I don't know, but here's what we do know, is that the way this is done is here is Esau's lineage, right? And then it gets into uh, into the um, Jacob's, right? So it gets into Jacob lived in the land of his father. Sojourning in the land of Canaan, these are the generations of Jacob, right? So that's the beginning of chapter 37. So this is the beginning of his. And so it backs up because it, um, as we get to Joseph here as a slave in Egypt, one thing is his brother Benjamin has not even been born. Rachel has not died and his grandfather has not died. They would die 10 years or so into Joseph being a slave. So Joseph's going to be, we know he's 17, and he's somewhere around uh, 27 or so, uh, maybe 28. He's going to be in this prison where he interprets these dreams. And his grandfather, Isaac, is going to pass out, pass out, pass away when Jake, when Joseph is 29. Man, just too many names for my brain. So around the age of 29 is when Isaac's going to pass away. And that's about the same time that Rachel also passes away, Joseph's mother, and birthing Joseph's baby brother, Ben. So big age difference between Joseph and Ben, and but also for us to understand that. So Joseph, Joseph is in Egypt. He's been sold by his brother's to these tradesmen who took him down to Egypt 
took Joseph down to Egypt and sold him to Potiphar. Potiphar has put him in charge of his house. During these seven, eight years, Joseph has really risen and has become where he is in total control of Potiphar's house and everything that Potiphar owns. The only thing he's not in charge of in Potiphar's house is what Potiphar puts in his mouth. In other words, he does not hand feed him. He also obviously does not do Potiphar's job, so he has nothing to do with security. But he he manages all of his flocks, his home, and and all the people that work there. So that's pretty significant for us to understand that as well. But just as, as we're moving through this family and just understanding the brokenness of people, that none of us are perfect, none of us can be, that we're all broken by God's grace, by rising to be righteous with the help of God's grace and God's wisdom, by reading God's word, we can move forward in advancing the kingdom of heaven. And with this story, we can see that we can be used by God to advance the kingdom of heaven even when we are a slave, even when we're uh, put in prison, which he's about to be, and even when we are... Um, even when we are uh, lied about. So even when we have not done wrong and all of a sudden we no longer, we're now in jail, as it becomes Joseph's uh, plight here in in chapter 39. So we'll read that tomorrow as we press on with Joseph's life here. But understanding at this point in Joseph's life, his mother's still alive, his grandfather is still alive, his brother Ben has not been born. Not that he would know any of that, uh, but he is now separated from his family, from the promised land, for probably seven, maybe eight years at this point. And so, as we move on with our lives, which, you know, we always, we, we have so much at our fingertips, and we want so much done yesterday <laughs> to think about how God is not concerned that we get what we want today, but he is concerned in developing our character and us being used by him, us yielding to him to move his kingdom forward. And so what are we doing today to move the kingdom of God forward in our own hearts and minds and souls and in those around us? So God bless you guys. Think about that. Hope you have a great day.